most people don't realize just how powerful the tongue is. They don't realize that the tongue can give them a glorious destiny and the tongue can also destroy a man's destiny. Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyit Alfred. Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice in it. We're going to pray from Romans chapter 2 verse 13. The Bible says, For merely listening to the Lord doesn't make us right with God. It is obeying the law that makes us right in His sight. So we're going to ask God to help us to obey Him. That will not just be hearers, but will actually be doers of the word. Thank you, mighty God, for a new day. Thank you for your people that are connected and are listening. Father, I ask, help us to obey your word. That we will not hear and keep quiet, but that we will be pressed to do what you have asked us to do. And in that, we will be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. This month, we are looking at the power of the tongue. And the reason we are doing that is because most people don't realize just how powerful the tongue is. They don't realize that the tongue can give them a glorious destiny. And the tongue can also destroy a man's destiny. Proverbs chapter 6 verse 2 tells us, You have been trapped by what you said. You are ensnared by the words of your mouth. Meaning that the words you release from your mouth, they're not just ordinary words. They can be a trap that will determine your destiny, that will determine your future. But the question today is, how exactly do your words trap you? I'll give you one example from Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 4 to 7. When you make a promise to God, don't delay in following through. For God takes no pleasure in fools. Keep all the promises you make to him. It is better to say nothing than to make a promise and not keep it. Don't let your mouth make you sin. Don't defend yourself by telling the temple messenger that the promise you made was a mistake. That would make God angry and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. Talk is cheap like daydreams and other useless activities. Fear God instead. I just read from Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 4 to 7 from the NLT version. Now from this scripture, it is obvious that some people are suffering because of a promise or a vow they made to God and they did not keep it. If you notice the scripture, it says that in verse 6, it said, don't let your mouth make you to sin and don't defend yourself by telling them the temple messenger that the promise was just a mistake. That will make God angry and he might wipe out everything you have achieved. In other words, some people are stagnated in life because of a vow or a promise they made to God and at the end of the day they changed their minds or they did not fulfill that promise and that is why God said that don't be a fool what does it mean to be a fool it means when you go to church don't make a promise or a commitment you cannot keep don't make a vow you cannot keep vows are very powerful things and people have made vows in the scripture and it has blessed them a wonderful example would be hannah in the book of samuel first samuel actually she was looking for a child and um, she didn't have a child for many years and then she decided to resort to vow so she went and made a vow to god that if you would give me a child i will return him to you to serve you all the days of his life and she did that and because of that vow god opened up her 
womb and she had a child. There's so many people in the Bible that have made vows. But the Bible is saying as powerful as a vow is, you make that vow with your mouth. But that vow or that thing you said to your mouth can ensnare you. It can cause untold destruction. There are a lot of people that have made vows that, you know, cause problems for them. And they don't even know what it is that is creating challenges and problems for them. Some people have gone before demonic powers, knowingly or knowingly, they've made certain vows, they've made certain promises, and then they fail to keep their promise, and then things start coming after them. I once counseled a particular lady who came to my office, and then what was the problem? She she keeps um I don't know how to paint this picture in such a way that you would understand. She keeps pulling things off her face, so she looks like um like someone that is a lunatic, yeah. So she keeps pulling things off her face, and I asked her, "What's wrong with you?" She said, "There are worms crawling all over me." I'm like, "But they are no worms." She said, "You can't see them, but they are crawling all over me." So she keeps you just imagine someone pulling a bunch of worms off her face and she did this constantly two four seven and i asked her what is the problem something must have triggered this you know and initially she didn't want to say but i knew that this kind of condition can't be happening to someone without something triggering it in the realm of the spirit of course she's gone to the hospital they can't see anything they can't find anything wrong with her so they concluded that she's a lunatic but guess what i probed her father i said if you want jesus to help you have to be honest with me so that if i'm praying i know exactly what i'm dealing with and she opens up and tells me that her parents were looking for the fruit of the womb and they were christians the, the parents were you know dedicated christians they were living for the fruit of the womb for some years. They didn't find that someone advised them to go to a particular river, make some incantations and throw in a cow. And they would now say that they're going to be doing this every single, um, every single year. They would do these incantations yearly. The moment they did that, the mother got pregnant and had her. After they had sacrificed this thing for about five, six years, they decided they're only going to do it again, that they're going to take God seriously again. And guess what? They stopped that commitment, that vow they made, and those things started working against that man and his wife. And that man and his wife were completely ruined. And then the thing transferred to this girl, and she began to have this particular condition. You know, when they said they were going to take God seriously, they didn't go to God in genuine repentance and say, this is what we have done. This is what we have done you know they just started going back to church and that's just it but so it is a vow they made to a satanic power that opened the door for these demonic powers to come and begin to harass the daughter to that extent because i asked i made deep inquiries did your parents go to god to repent and then go for deliverance and break those things they've said if they didn't do that they've on their own invited the powers of darkness and they didn't do anything to say, okay, you know what? We want to follow Jesus and we reject you and all of those things. Go through a proper process of cleansing. She asked her parents, they didn't do that. They just, you know, just on their own, just decided, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. You you can't do that. You have to clean those things up. There are a lot of people that have made vows that are putting them into trouble. I see a lot of young people because they are in love, quote and unquote, they'll say, oh, I'm going to marry you. The man will say, I'm going to marry you. I'll never marry somebody else. And then sometimes they make a covenant of blood, right? They their wrist or whatever and then they bring the blood together and they swear make certain oaths make certain vows now as they grow the man decides this is not the woman i want to marry anymore or the woman changes her mind and they just go their separate ways no those things you said if you don't deal with it those vows those covenants those words you release will start acting against that individual unless the individual knows how to go to god and clean that thing up with that person with the lord and a lot of times deliverance is also required that is the power 
power of the things you say with your mouth. That is why the Bible says in Proverbs 6 2, he say you have been trapped by what you said and snared by the words of your mouth. So a good thing to do this morning is to ask God, Lord, is there any word that I have said that has ensnared me that I'm not even aware of? Maybe something I said some years ago made serious covenants and vows that I don't even know that are still in operation. Lord, please show me, bring it to my memory, let me know. And Lord, I ask you to please forgive me, cleanse me, and all of that. And then if it's once you made to demonic powers, you want to seek spiritual help by somebody who understands how to deal with some of these things so that you are free to fly the way that God has designed for you to fly. Thank you for listening. God bless you. You can now receive a written version of the MSP devotional sent directly to your email every week morning by subscribing on our website at www.mspdevotion.org And for other life-changing messages, simply download the app Rev Oyek Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyek's Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.